The process of turning your podcast listeners into buyers starts long before they even become listeners. You see, you have to catch people when they're in a buying mindset. And so the thing is, can you convert your listeners into buyers without them being in a buying mindset? Yes, you can, but it takes a lot longer. It's way more quicker and easier to convert them when you catch them while they're in a buying mindset before they even become a listener, before they even hear about you. So how do you catch a person when they're in a buying mindset? How do you even know when someone's in that mindset? And where do you go? Where are these people? Well, let's talk about that. You're listening to the Buyer Attractor Podcast. I'm your host, Vernita Sherman, and on this show, I share tips on converting your podcast into a revenue-generating asset that attracts qualified buyers. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, so first off, welcome back to BuyerTractor.com. This is episode two. And remember, last time I said that I was going to continue the conversation on the top ways of getting your podcast to be the type of podcast where more of your listeners turn into buyers and truly see you as an expert, the expert that you are. All right, so just a quick recap. Remember last time in episode one, I said to get rid of the whole interview model, stop interviewing a bunch of people and start doing solo episodes. That's one of the top ways people are going to start seeing you as an expert and wanting to buy from you or, or work with you because you are showcasing your expertise. And so if you didn't watch or listen to episode one, go back and listen to that before listening to this one so that you can catch yourself up on where I am now. So I want to start off by saying it's important for you to understand the difference between a full course meal seeker versus a snacker. You see so many people today, especially on social media, are getting in front of snackers not full-course meal seekers. And what I mean by that is they're giving people bits and pieces of information that people can snack on, like when you're snacking on popcorn or some chips or something like that. Those type of people are not in a buying mindset at all. They are being entertained. So, you know, a lot of people are talking about doing some of these short videos that are like one minute long uh, because people have short attention spans and all that kind of stuff. Well, a snacker is going to have a short attention span, especially when that snacker is not looking to buy anything. They're just scrolling through their feed and then something captures their attention. Somebody is dancing, singing or tossing stuff around or doing one of these things with like this, 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 this. And, you know, going like that and all this stuff start, starts popping up. Yeah, that gets people's attention. People are entertained, but they're not ready to buy from you. And so what do people do? They continue to pump out that content a minute long or some other kind of stuff that they're doing to get that attention. And it takes a lot of time for a person who's watching that to convert into someone who wants to work with you because you're just feeding them snacks, nothing of substance. And yeah, those people on social media and other places like advertising and so on and so forth, they don't want to hear or see something that's very long. I get that. I get that. But that's why in order to get in front of the full course meal seekers, you have to come off of the social networks. Stop doing all the advertising for a second. Just pa pause that for a minute 
and get in front of active searchers. People who are actively searching for a solution to their problem, and they are so frustrated about it that they are, they are willing to do whatever they need to do to fix that thing right now. Those people are not on social media. Those people are not the ones who are watching the ads either on social media. They may be watching some Google ads, but they are not watching the social media. Like they, they are, see, the thing about it is we all, social media is very entertaining. It's all that. I'm not hating on social media. I'm saying do what you got to do because I'm on there as well. Not all the time. But the point I'm making is when you get in front of people who are hungry, they are frustrated. Something is like getting to, to them so, so much to the point where they just got to get this thing fixed right now. Those people are searching all over Google. They're searching all over YouTube. They are searching, searching, searching for a solution where people feed them something of substance. They're looking for information. How can they fix this thing? A one-minute video is not enough information. They are not snacking. They're not looking for a snack. They're looking for a full-course meal. They want the chicken. They want the macaroni and cheese. They want the collard greens and the cornbread. They want it all because they want to get rid of this frustration that they have about this problem and then ultimately just get rid of the problem altogether so they don't have to deal with that. So you got to feed them some substance. That's the reason why podcasts are so popular. You know, everybody keeps talking about doing short videos and just little bits and pieces of information because of people having short attention spans. But the fact of the matter is podcasting became popular for a reason. And podcasts are not short. Those little, now, now hold on. There's some people out there doing like these little five-minute podcasts. That's not a What is that? That's not even a if you don't If you're not talking for at least 10 minutes, you're not podcasting. You're just venting. You know what I mean? So the thing about it is, is when you get yourself in front of the people who are hungry for information because they are so frustrated about a particular problem, you're going to get in front of a person who's more inclined to buy from you. You see, when people are searching for something, actively searching for something, whether they go to Google, whether they go to Yahoo, wherever they go, when they're actively searching for something, they are so much more ready to hear whatever it is you have to offer that's going to fix that thing. Now, it's going to take some time. They're not going to immediately purchase from you. But the point is, they're in the right type of mindset. They're not in an entertainment type of mindset like they are on social media. They're not in the kind of mindset where they're just chilling at home, just, you know, laying out on the couch and all of a sudden you just interrupt them, you know, with some dance or some stuff that's popping up or whatever you're doing on social media. That's all cool and that's all well and good. But that person who is actively searching, they want to hear what you have to say that's going to fix that problem right now. And so you got to know what to do to get in front of the people who are searching on Google. You got to know what to do to get in front of those people who are searching on Yahoo. You got to know what to do to get in front of those people who are searching on Bing. You got to know what to do to get in front of those people who are on YouTube searching. Now, Google and YouTube are going to be your top main places where the active searchers are searching and they're hungry. You got to feed them the chicken. You got to feed them the macaroni and cheese. 
The thing is, you don't feed them chicken, macaroni, and cheese, and the collard greens, and the corn. You don't feed all of you don't feed that to all of them, all at the same time. You see, you give them something to chew on, so that they'll come back for the rest, but not chips and popcorn. It's not stuff that's not of substance. Now, this brings me up. This brings another thing because I I, I want to say this. Because I really want to dive deep into those people who keep telling you that everybody has a short attention span and all these other kind of things. Well, yeah, people have a short attention span when they are not actively searching for something. But when they're actively searching, their attention spans are not short when you are giving them information that can help change their life. Okay? That is why, again, podcasts have become so popular when it comes to a long form or long format way of communicating with people. People will listen to you for an hour if you're telling them something that's helping to fix their problem. And I want to talk about generations because different generations search differently. Different generations look for things differently online. And different generations are in a buying mindset based off of different things. So Gen Z, for an example, their attention spans are very short. So I understand if you, if you focus in on them, yeah, keep it short. But they're not the ones that you're targeting, are they? If they are, maybe podcasting may not be for you. Seriously. Because, yeah, they, they do have some short attention spans. But somebody that's in Gen, Gen X, for an example, when's the last time a Gen Xer, that's people in their 40s and 50s, are going to make a buying decision off of somebody twerking on TikTok or somebody doing a little dance on Instagram. I mean, you may hear about something on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever first, but then what do you do to get more information, Gen X? What do you do, Gen X? Do you actually go and go on Instagram and see what your friends on Instagram have to say about it and then buy like a Gen Z would do? Of course not. It blows my mind how Gen Xers, especially people in their 40s and 50s, keep trying to do things that somebody in their 20s are doing in order to get the attention of somebody that's in their 40s and 50s. It doesn't work. It just does not work. That generation grew up on the Internet. That generation is the generation that they, for whatever reason, I mean, I can't, I just can't grab, I can't understand some of the things why they do what they do but what I'm not that generation but the thing is they care a lot about what somebody on Instagram have to say they care a lot about what someone on TikTok has to say it's like their social circle is virtual and they care so much about what people some of them get very depressed about what somebody I mean I it's a different I just can't I can't wrap my head around it but whatever everybody every jump there's there's baby boomers that can't wrap their head around the way I think. So, I mean, you know, whatever. So I'm saying to you that it's important that you know which generation that you're targeting and that you do what you need to do accordingly for that generation to get in front of people who are in that generation in the way in which they want to resolve things. Gen Z, they're not trying to search all day, all, you know, they, they, they're very quick to make a buying decision based off of something that someone said on Instagram or TikTok. Gen X is going to take a step back and be like, okay, well, okay, let me go check this out. Somebody, let's see what uh, 
someone on YouTube had to say, let me watch this video or whatever, or let me go to Google and read up on this right here. Oh, okay. Well, let me go look at some reviews over there. Let me, you know, they're going to take their time and do the research. And baby boomers, I, I love baby boomers. I, re I really do. You know, I don't understand them either, but, but, but they take much longer because they, they like to get on the phone with people, you know, and it's cool. That's fine. My focus really truly is on my generation, which is Gen X. And I'm at the tail end of Gen X. But the point is, people in their 40s and 50s do what you're doing right now. They listen when they are in a mood of, okay, I have this problem and I'm frustrated about it and I need to fix it. Can this person solve it or do I need to go to somebody else? But the very first thing that they do is they search for information related to that, that thing that they have an issue with. They search for information. Once a person finds that information, the next thing that they do is who can help me with this? Now I'm, I've, you know, I've got more information about what I need to do and all of that. Who is the right person to help me with that? So then they start looking for a coach, consultant, advisor, trainer, someone that can help them with that. The next thing they do, now that they found some people, let's just say they found about three or four people, right? Now they go and research each one of those people. Let me compare that person, compare that person to this one, to that one, and all of that. So people are searching for the information. They're searching for the individual who has the title that can help them. And then they're searching within the title, those people that they found, specifically getting information about those people. So you need to create content when it comes to your podcast for those three types of ways in which people search. But it all starts with making sure you're targeting the generation uh, in the way, the generation that you're targeting and you target them in the way that they receive information when it comes to them getting ready to buy something. All right? And if you're anything like me and you're targeting Gen X, the thing about it is you got to get in front of them when they are ready and actively searching for a solution, as opposed to they just flipping through their feed, you know, and then, oh, oh check that out. They start laughing and everything, you know, okay, that's cute. Then go on to the next thing. Because you're, <laughs> you're going to be pumping out content so much to get attention that way and to get people to even go to your site or go to whatever it is that you, if you're going to get on the phone with them or whatever, it's going to take so much longer doing it that way. Now, I'm not saying not to do it that way because you're going to see clips of me on social and the, the video format is shorter. It's going to be longer than one minute because I ain't with the one minute thing. But it's going to it, but the point is, you're going to see that with me. So I understand that there's people there. I get that. But I also know that it's going to take longer for those people to convert versus somebody who is actively searching for what I know I can help them with. So that's the thing. Get in front of active searchers. How do you get in front of active searchers? Because I already told you, Google and YouTube and, of course, the other search engines as well. The easiest way to get in front of active searchers is to make sure that your publishing platform that you use for your podcast is optimized in a way in which it helps you get in front of those people. Also, you have to be syndicated in a way 
where you get in front of those people, where the directories that you're in is optimized in a way to get in front of those people. Now, how in the world do you do that? Well, that's the kind of thing that I dive deep into at buyerattractor.com with my clients and with people who have podcasts and they want to know, well, how do I get in front of an active searcher? Like, I heard you talk about active searchers, but you said Google, you said YouTube. Well, I'm going to tell you something that you don't do is you don't just pump out some YouTube videos any old kind of way and stick them up there and think people are going to be ready to get something from you. It doesn't work like that. You have to be very strategic on how you do it. And what I'm noticing when it comes to a lot of podcasters is there's no strategy behind what they're doing because they're so focused on let me go get this guest and let me go interview this guest and go, that whole process that most people are taught when it comes to podcasting and they move on to the next thing, the next one, the next one, the next one as far as the episodes are concerned. No strategy centered around converting listeners to buyers. No strategy centered around attracting qualified buyers. What makes a person qualified is that they're actively searching and they want to buy, you see? So get in front of those people first. And another thing I want to mention is some of these folks out here, I said it last time, but I'm going to say it again. These, these coaches out here that's trying to coach you through your podcasting to get you to get more downloads and to you're new and noteworthy, especially the ones who are doing new podcasts or if you've been podcasting for a while and your listener base has grown because of the course that you went through or the coach that you had or the, the ebook or whatever that you've, you went through that's teaching you what to do. The thing is, you're going to have a high volume of listeners but a low volume of buyers. It's not about volume. You see, it's not about just, oh, let me get all as many people as I can to, make, to download my episodes. And then you look at your stats, like, oh man, I got, ooh, all thousands of people. Well, what difference does any of that make if those people don't want to work with you? You've got to be very strategic when it comes to conversions. And this is the thing when it comes to marketing, period, that people do not pay attention. I don't care whether it's social media, whether it's advertising, whether it's podcasting, whether it's video marketing, whether it's blogging, whether it's uh, whatever you're doing, email marketing, it doesn't matter. A lot of marketers keep focusing on volume. They keep focusing on the amount of people that you have coming into your circle and, and uh, going through your content or getting on your email list or listening to you, whatever. But they don't focus on the quality because the quality matters. And what I mean by quality, I'm talking about people who are active searchers, who have a problem, they're frustrated about it, and they want it solved now. When you target those people, you're going to have a lower volume, okay? It'll be a lower volume, but it'll be a higher propensity of those people wanting to work with you than the other type. And, and matter of fact, you have a high volume of people that are really about nothing. It's like a false sense of success. You think you're doing your thing and everything's all good, but come on now. You know you have to pay for certain things, your expenses every month, right, for what you're doing. And it's like if you're not making the money to take care of those expenses, then why is what you're doing so successful 
just because you have a lot of downloads. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. And that's what a lot of these coaches out there, these podcast marketing coaches or podcasting coaches or consultants or these courses, they're just teaching you how to have a high volume of people download your stuff as opposed to how to have high quality buyers coming to you, listening to you, and wanting to work with you. It is a lower volume of people, but you'll get way more success in the form of revenue when you focus on those people, okay? So if you're ready to increase revenue by attracting more qualified buyers, go to buyerattractor.com and let's talk. Let's have a conversation about it. I want to dive deep into your specific situation and guide you through the process. All right, so that's it for today's episode. Episode three will be coming out soon, so make sure you stay tuned for that. And in that episode, I'm going to talk about the importance of video podcasting because video podcasts are a must for 2023. Yes, it is a must. So if you have just an audio podcast right now, it is important, very important for you to listen to episode three coming soon so that you can understand why video podcasting is a must and how to do it. See you then. Thank you for listening to the Buyer Attractor Podcast. When you're ready for guidance on leveraging your podcast to attract more qualified buyers, I'm here for you at buyerattractor.com.